Thanks for listening to the Goop podcast, made possible by our friends at Celebrity Cruises. This fall, Goop is teaming up with Celebrity Cruises on a new kind of vacation experience. They're sending some of their favorite experts and practitioners on sailings throughout the beautiful Caribbean. They'll be leading workouts, mindfulness sessions, and spirituality classes on board. Goop is also creating a series of on-demand movement classes that celebrity guests can enjoy on the sailings around the world. And if you're traveling in an aqua-class stateroom, you can expect special Goop-approved tools on an incredible in-room fitness menu. Plus, Goop's food director is adding a new clean smoothie to the menu at Celebrity Spa Cafe. To learn more and book your vacation alongside these very talented practitioners, head to celebritycruises.com goop. Don't hold anything too tightly. Just wish for it, want it, let it come from the intention of real truth for you, and then let it go. For me, our soul is like, it's unbound, it's limitless, but we will use words to limit ourselves. When people stop believing that somebody's got your back or Superman's coming, we turn to ourselves and that's where you become empowered. Courageous participation attracts positive things. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. And this is the Goop Podcast, where we bring together thought leaders, scientists, healers, creatives, and seekers. I'm so grateful to be able to interview these bright minds and share their incredible wisdom with you. And I especially love listening to the conversations that are led by my brilliant co-host and friend, Erica Chitty. Erica is the CEO and co-founder of Loom, and she's been a part of the Goop family since the beginning days. We believe that simply asking questions and listening has the power to change the way we see the world. I'll let Erica fill you in on her guest today. Hi, I'm Erica Chitty, co-host of the Goop Podcast. Today we're taking a break from our typical format and sharing a special audio workshop with you. This session is led by psychiatrist James Gordon. He's the founder of the nonprofit Center for Mind-Body Medicine in Washington, D.C., and the author of the book, The Transformation. Today, Gordon is teaching us his simple meditation technique called soft belly breathing. He says it's about letting go of whatever we did before and coming into this moment now. He also offers strategies for releasing emotional tension. I hope you find his approach helpful. Let's get to James Gordon. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Jim Gordon. I'm a psychiatrist by training. I'm the founder and executive director of the Center for Mind-Body Medicine. I was a researcher at the National Institute of Mental Health for a long time. And my interest over all these years, now 50 years, has really focused on what we can do to understand and help ourselves. How we can mobilize our intelligence and our imagination to use all the self-care techniques that all the world's traditions offer us and how we can use those tools and techniques to help us move forward with our lives in the sanest, healthiest, most joyous way possible. In order to do that, we have to learn first how to bring ourselves into physiological and psychological balance. Otherwise, we're in an anxious state or agitated state or somewhat unfocused. And it's hard for us to mobilize all of our capacities to help ourselves. 
So what I'm going to do here today is to give you a specific technique which will help you establish or reestablish physiological and psychological balance in your brain and indeed in your whole body. I'm going to teach you a little bit of the science as I do this, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to fit this into your life. The technique I'm going to teach is a very simple, concentrative meditation technique called soft belly breathing. Simply breathing slowly and deeply in through the nose, out through the mouth with our belly soft and relaxed. I'm going to teach you, as I said, a little bit of the science. If you want to learn more about this technique, and in fact, if you want to create a comprehensive program of self-care that builds on the foundation that this particular technique helps to establish, you can uh, read my book called Transforming Trauma, The Path to Hope and Healing. And if you want to practice this with other people uh, in a small group, you can look at our website, the Center for Mind-Body Medicine website, that's cmbm.org, and we have groups there, and, and, and you can pay what you can afford for the group. So we welcome everyone. This is a tool and a technique that should be available to everybody everywhere. So let me start with moving into what exactly I'm talking about. When we're going through a stressful time, and this time of the COVID pandemic has been stressful for every human I know. And I've worked with many thousands of people. These are people who've read Transforming Trauma, people who've been in mind-body skills groups that I've led, uh, our staff, our faculty, uh, people in the U.S. Congress and the Capitol Police with whom I'm working uh, as well. Everybody will say, I've had some trouble sleeping or I've been more on edge. I've had a little more difficulty being close to, paying attention to uh, my spouse or partner and my kids. A little easier to get agitated than it was before. Or I feel a little disconnected, a little bit withdrawn. A lot of people are feeling very tired. All of these symptoms are symptoms of stress. They are consequences of us being in a fight or flight mode for too long. Or, in some cases, being in a mode of what's called freeze for too long. So, I think everybody knows fight or flight. We've all experienced it. This is a response that's built into every vertebrate, every animal with a backbone, very much including the human animal. And it's a life-saving response. For animals, when a predator approaches, the animal gets ready either to fight the predator or to run. And what happens in either case is blood pressure goes up, heart rate goes up, big muscles get tense in the body, digestion is suppressed, the area of the brain, of the emotional brain responsible for fear and anger, it's called the amygdala, that's A-M-Y-G-D-A-L-A, 
means almond in Greek because this is an almond-shaped portion of our emotional brain. It goes into hyperdrive. Lots of energy there for fear and anger. That's the fight or flight response. And when we're in fight or flight mode, we're running for our lives or fighting for our lives. We'll be right back. Over the course of the past few years, Goop has been collaborating with celebrity cruises and dreaming up unique getaway experiences for the wellness-obsessed traveler. With GP as Celebrity's new well-being advisor, they're set out to redefine luxury travel by incorporating holistic well-being experiences into their sailings. And this fall, Goop is rolling out a special onboard wellness program. They're sending some of their favorite practitioners on select celebrity sailings throughout the Caribbean. Spirituality teachers Deganet Noor and Dana Childs will be leading classes on discovering your intuition. And fitness pros Colette Dong, Tina Jackson, and Drea Wheeler will be hosting workouts and movement sessions. Also, if you book an aqua class stateroom on most celebrity sailings, you can check out the Goop approved tools that will be hand selected for you. You can check out the Goop approved tools that were hand selected for your in-room fitness menu. There's an acupressure mat that's designed to press and massage hundreds of acupressure points across the body. And there are two more products, the Infinity Roller and the Align Dome, that can help make your time on board even more restorative. When you're finished with those, you can head to the Spa Cafe, where they're serving a special Goop smoothie. You'll also be able to experience on-demand fitness classes with Tina Jackson and body alignment specialist Lauren Roxborough on most celebrity sailings. To learn more about the Goop experience on board and book your sailing, head to celebritycruises.com goop. And now back to the conversation. Now we humans also go into fight or flight, not simply from a physical threat, somebody approaching us who looks dangerous or a violence in our neighborhood or a war happens to have started, or there's been a climate-related disaster. But we also go into fight or flight when there's an emotional threat, whether that threat is of the loss of someone we love and care about, or the loss of a position, of a job, of a role that means a great deal to us. Or if we're anticipating a, an argument, or if we're in a struggle with a boss or a coworker and we're thinking about it, we go into fight or flight mode. Now, fight or flight is a response that's meant to be turned on quickly and turned off just as quickly. So if you've ever watched a nature film of animals on the Serengeti Plain in Africa, for example, say they're antelope and they're at a water hole, a lion appears and boom, the antelope are off, they're running, they're in fight or flight. Now, that's because the lion is a threat to their lives and they don't fight the lion. Their genetic programming says, uh-uh, antelopes don't fight lions, get out of here. So if the antelope is fast and fortunate enough to escape, and you're still looking at the film, two or three minutes later, you'll see the antelope happily grazing. Fight or flight has come, done its job. When it was no longer necessary, it's gone. 
we humans all too often carry the lion with us. Now, that's sometimes because the threat is ongoing. For example, during the pandemic, every day we have to think about wearing a mask and where do we go and who do we talk to and what about social distancing and who is ill and how is everybody in the family? So we're in a continual state of being stressed and of being in fight or flight. Sometimes we carry the lion with us from a previous encounter and we remember that encounter and keep on replaying the fight or flight response, even though the stress, even though the threat is no longer present. So for example, if you're in an abusive relationship, you may leave the house, but you're thinking, what is it gonna be like when I go home? What kind of struggle is gonna be there? What am I gonna be criticized for? What do I have to look out for? Or if you're worried about a relationship with a boss or a coworker, the idea will keep coming into your mind. What am I gonna do and how am I gonna deal with it? And along with the idea, there are also our images that come into our brain. Images, for example, of abuse or images of that person with whom we have a conflict. And if the conflict has happened long ago or the trauma, trauma is a Greek word that means injury. If the trauma has happened long ago, perhaps from an abusive family that we grew up in or from an incident of rape or sexual harassment or a physical beating or presence in a war zone or in a violent neighborhood, we keep on replaying that trauma that came to us earlier and we keep on anticipating that it might come again. So along with the continual anxiety or agitation or difficulty sleeping or focusing or concentrating, we also have images of what happened or what might happen. Now the antidote to fight or flight, the antidote to that prolonged stress response is coming into the present moment and coming into a state of relaxed moment to moment awareness. That is in fact, not only the antidote to fight or flight and the antidote to the stress response, it is a description of what meditation is and what meditation does. So meditation is the foundational practice that brings us back into balance, that antidotes fight or flight and stress response, quiets our body, calms our mind, encourages greater functioning in the frontal part of our cerebral cortex and areas responsible for thoughtful decision-making and self-awareness and compassion. We'll be right back. Throughout the years, the editors at Goop have featured the work of a number of incredible health practitioners. From energy healers to nutritionists to Reiki masters and health coaches, I've always found their work fascinating, and I'm often curious about their origin story to hear how they got into their particular line of wellness. 
The answers have been as varied as the people themselves. Some worked in traditional medicine for years, others used to be in finance and made the pivot after burning out. And for some, it started as a side hustle before they decided to make it their life's work. But they do all have one thing in common, a deep commitment to helping people feel better. If you've ever been curious about becoming a health coach or wellness entrepreneur, if you've been frustrated by some Western medicine options in the past, or you just want to do a deep dive into your own well-being, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition offers an online training program that could be a great place to start. One of their core tenets is bio-individuality, which is the idea that no one diet or way of living works for everyone and that we all have unique needs. Their course covers the whole gamut, teaching nutrition, nutritional science, coaching methodologies, business and marketing skills, and personal development tools. The program is designed to fit your schedule. You can choose from either their one-year program or their six-month accelerator program. And both programs support English and Spanish speakers. They have audio and visual lectures and online libraries full of supplemental lessons and resources. To access a free online sample class and learn more about their current special offer, including how you can save up to 35% on tuition, visit integrativenutrition.com goop. Listeners will also receive a bonus gift package when you enroll. Again, that's integrativenutrition.com goop. And now back to the conversation. What I'm going to do now is teach you a very simple meditation technique. That's soft belly breathing. Now, this is technically a concentrative meditation because we're going to be concentrating on the breath coming in through our nose and out through our mouth, on the feeling of relaxation and softening in our stomach as we breathe in and especially as we exhale. And on the word soft, as we breathe in, and belly, as we breathe out. So I'm going to teach you this technique. And what I would ask you to do is put anything down that you have in your lap, so you're not worried about holding on to anything. You can truly relax. I'm going to ask you to sit comfortably in your chair and be calm. So put everything on the floor, please. No need to take notes. You can read Transforming Trauma. You can look on the Center for Mind-Body Medicine website to watch me do this technique in a somewhat different way, uh, if you'd like. Just relax. This time is just for you. So sit comfortably and allow your breathing to deepen. If you're looking at me, you see I've closed my eyes. I would suggest you close your eyes too, if that's comfortable for you. That removes a great deal of external stimulation. Breathing slowly and deeply in through your nose, out through your mouth, with your belly soft and relaxed. Becoming aware of the breath coming in through your nose, and going out through your mouth, of your belly softening and relaxing as you exhale, 
and of the word soft as you breathe in and belly as you breathe out. Breathing slowly and deeply like this in through the nose and out through the mouth with your belly soft and relaxed. More air goes to the bottom of your lungs where there's better oxygen exchange. So more oxygen crosses from your lungs into your bloodstream and flows through your bloodstream to all the organs and all the cells in your body, feeding the organs, feeding every cell. Breathing slowly and deeply like this in through the nose and out through the mouth with the belly soft and relaxed activates the vagus nerve. That's V-A-G-U-S. Vagus means wandering in Latin. And this big nerve wanders up from your belly, through your chest, back to the central nervous system, to the brain. When the vagus nerve is activated by slow, deep, soft belly breathing, it lowers blood pressure, slows heart rate, relaxes the big muscles in our bodies that are tensed for fight or flight and improves digestion. When we're in fight or flight, digestion is suppressed. You don't want to stop for a snack if a lion is trying to make you into a snack. Breathing slowly and deeply like this in through the nose and out through the mouth. The vagus nerve quiets activity in the amygdala, that portion of the emotional brain responsible for fear and anger. And the vagus nerve enhances activity in the frontal part of our cerebral cortex and areas responsible for thoughtful decision-making and self-awareness and compassion. And one branch of the vagus nerve connects with other nerves that are responsible for facial expression and speech. So when we breathe slowly and deeply like this, when we concentrate on the breath coming in through the nose and out through the mouth, and our bellies are softening and relaxing, we're quieting our body, calming our mind, we're creating an antidote to fight or flight to the stress response and we're enhancing activity and centers of the, our frontal cortex that are responsible for thinking clearly and making good decisions and being self-aware and feeling compassion for others. And when the vagus nerve is activated, it helps us read other people's facial expressions, tune into their speech, connect with them, bond with them. All this from breathing slowly and deeply in through the nose and out through the mouth. And as we continue to breathe this way, all the muscles in our bodies begin to relax. And you can feel this now as you exhale, feeling the relaxation 
in your belly and in the muscles of your pelvis and your buttocks as you exhale. And feeling the relaxation in your legs and feet. And as you exhale, feel all the muscles relax all up and down your back. Feeling the relaxation in your chest and shoulders as you exhale. Feeling the relaxation now in your arms and hands as you breathe out. Feel the muscles relax now in your neck and face and head. Feel your whole body relax with each exhalation. To encourage this process and deepen the relaxation, remember to focus on the breath coming in through your nose, going out through your mouth on your belly softening and relaxing as you exhale. And remembering too, to focus on the word soft as you breathe in and belly as you breathe out. If thoughts come, let those thoughts come, notice them, let them go, and gently bring your mind back to soft belly. Just a couple more slow, deep, soft belly breaths. Slowly, gently open your eyes. Let your attention come back in the room. So welcome back everyone. I want you now to notice if there's any change that happened in your body. Perhaps you're a little calmer. Maybe the room seems brighter. Maybe your shoulders are more relaxed. I often notice that. Maybe your heartbeat is a little bit slower. Maybe you feel a little more present. 
all of those are beautiful changes. Equally important is if you have made a change, if it has happened, you know that you have the capacity to make a change. This is crucially important when we're in times of stress, when we've been traumatized, because often we feel helpless. There's nothing that we can do. And maybe we can't change what's happening in the world outside, but we can change the world inside. We can come into physical, biological, and psychological balance. And we can know that we have the capacity to do that. It doesn't depend on anyone else. We're able to do it for ourselves. Now, if we were together, I would ask how many of you experienced the change? And likely, it would be somewhere between 70 and 90% of you would say, I've experienced the change. And then tell me what the change is. So 70 to 90% of you know you can make the change. For the others who weren't able to feel the change, that's okay. The second or third time, you'll likely be able to do it. Or if you're too tense and too wound up, you may need to do something physical before you sit down and do this quiet meditation. I was having some technical difficulties. I needed to walk around a little. I needed to shout a little. Then I could sit down and I could do the soft belly breathing with you as I was teaching it to you. This is a beautiful practice. We did it for about 10 or 11 minutes. You can do it for as long as you would like. You can start with three or four minutes, a couple times a day. And then if a situation arises and you feel tense or you can feel yourself getting irritated or having difficulty focusing, you can do a couple of minutes at that time. Early morning is a good time to do this. Late in the day after you finish work, when you're facing a stressful meeting, a stressful event of any kind, this is also extremely good to help us go to sleep. I often do soft belly breathing before I go to sleep. Now, this is one kind of meditation, concentrative meditation. There are two other basic kinds. There are thousands of meditation techniques. All can be useful. The two other kinds of meditation are mindfulness and expressive meditations. Soft belly breathing, as I said, is a concentrative meditation. Every religious tradition, every spiritual tradition that I know of on the planet uses concentrative meditations, many thousands of years old. Mindfulness meditation is becoming aware of thoughts, feelings, sensations. As far as we know, it originates with a man called Siddhartha Gautama, whom we know as the Buddha, a man who woke up and understood that one needed simply to become aware of thoughts, feelings, and sensations to relax with them. Very useful technique, very useful to bring mindfulness into all of our activities. Third kind of meditation is expressive meditation. Fast, deep breathing, shouting, jumping up and down, whirling, shaking, dancing. Extremely useful if you've experienced chronic stress or you've experienced trauma. Concentrative and mindfulness meditations, extremely well studied, thousands of research papers showing how powerful they are in establishing or reestablishing biological and psychological balance, decreasing pain, improving mood, 
decreasing anxiety, enhancing immunity. Expressive meditations, even though they're the oldest ones on the planet, probably 30, 40,000 years old, you can see them on the cave paintings in the south of France. They may well be older. They're extremely helpful. And if you look at transforming trauma or you look on the Center for Mind-Body Medicine website, you can read about them. You can see demonstrations. You can learn more about how to use them. Bringing meditation into our lives is a central part of our healing. So what I would suggest to you is going forward, practice, play with, enjoy this slow, deep, soft belly breathing. Spend more time moving your body. And if you're a bit intrigued, which I hope you will be, learn to do some of the expressive meditations. If you can use soft belly breathing every day, if you can begin or continue moving your body, you will bring yourself into that state of physiological and psychological balance in which you can use every other self-care technique that I or anyone else teaches, every technique and tool you've been using before more effectively. Whether it's jogging or eating in a healthy way or using guided imagery or knitting or doing martial arts, coming into the balance that meditation brings makes all of those easier to do and brings much greater benefits from all of them. So going forward, begin with soft belly breathing. Bring it into your life and watch, see what doors it opens. So thank you again for um, being with me. And it's always, it's always a pleasure for me to be with Goop and to share myself and share what I've been learning and using with other people to share it with the Goop community. So thank you very much. Please be in touch. You can get in touch with me through the Center for Mind-Body Medicine. I'll be very happy to hear from you and to hear how life is moving ahead with soft belly breathing. Goodbye for now. Thanks for tuning into the special workshop with James Gordon. Pick up a copy of his book, The Transformation. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. I hope you'll listen, follow, rate, and review all of our episodes, which are available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Goop Podcast.